Alright, welcome back to another episode of Film Nerds. As always, I'm James, and he's... And this is Theo. What's going on? Bringing you a brand new movie review. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Movie review. Get that sound, <laughs> Um, We had mentioned last week that uh, we haven't done a horror movie on, on our podcast, so we decided to fix that for this episode. And with that, we will bring to you the movie Death House. But before we jump into the movie, what would say would be your favorite or well like horror movie? Oh, horror movie. Ah, oh, man. Like scary or just like um I can oh, well, I don't really have favorites. I say favorite or well like horror okay. movie. Okay. Um Dang, you see that tone? Jeez. <laughs> I'm I'm a fan of Evil Dead. You talk about the, the, the remake or you talk about the, the original? Evil the Dead? remake wasn't even that bad, to be honest. It was a good remake, but it kind of had the, the the old director part of it, but the original. Because that was one of that's one of the movies that kind of got to me. That one at night, and I love zombie movies. You know, so Night Living, The Return of Night Living Dead, yeah. That one kind of got me. <laughs> like, I never truly had a favorite home movie. Um, in the past, uh, I was always, I was always into the Saw movies. They were, they were like my guilty pleasure. <laughs> I'm into the Saws now, yeah. You know? But I mean, outside of one and two, everything else had kind of went to the whole torture, torture porn, whatnot. But, um, I, I, but I really had to go with, um, The Quiet Place. Like, really, you know, blew me away. Like, using in whole movies, like, they would use music to heal or lower the audience into uh, a scare or a jump scare or some kind of event. But being since in The Quiet Place, the whole movie is without uh, sound, you know, you don't get that, that heal, you know. So the whole movie, you send, you, you count on edge throughout the whole movie because you don't know when the scare is coming. Right, you know, and but I feel like a lot of movies nowadays rely too heavily on jump skills and gore, and I feel like that movie kind of went in another direction and was a a fresh outlook on the whole movie. What not? Yeah, I, I I agree with the the jump scares. I think uh, there's okay, but now like you said, it's everybody's doing it. I mean, mm-hmm. especially with movies like. The paranormal, um, yeah, that movie which had to use it, you know. So just a lot of movies just use it, and then it's just nothing, just yeah. you know, oh, just a kid or just a ball, you know. <laughs> and, and nowadays, a lot of jump skills, if you really pay attention, you can identify when it's coming. You know, I try not to do that, but yeah, I think you can. Yeah, like it's like so, like it's nowadays it's just obvious. Okay, <laughs> jump scare, you know, <laughs> it's approaching. You're yeah, right. you know. I think you can. I want to say you can do that with the the newest series, like the Conjure. I think you can definitely tell it's one of those coming. Kind of like in the the Sidious too, the, the, the series in that one. You can kind of tell that they're coming in. Yeah, because I, I can tell. Because sometimes I try to <laughs> look away. Sometimes if it's coming, but you one of those guys. You, you don't you you don't like to be scared. 
No, I don't mind. It's a good heart. It's a good what? Look away, no. <laughs> no <it's a> good, <laughs> I forgot. I read something with the like psychologists was saying it, but it's a it's it's good because it gets your. They were saying that it's a get your heart mm-hmm. pumping. So I mean, think about it day to day. I mean, you're you know you really don't get pumped up like that. So it kind of kind of keep your flight or flight in check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So, this house was directed by B. Harrison Smith, who has directed a few other B, B movies, or B horror movies. Mm-hmm. And the project is written by Benner Henson, who, for those who don't know, played the, play, who played Little, who played Letterface in the 1974 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And fun fact, uh, this movie's concept started off with the intent of bringing in many well-known horror movie icons, um, kind of sort of like the Expendables. I was going to say that type of yeah. <laughs> horror movie version is. <laughs> well, it also won best feature film at this um into at the into oh. Florida Film Festival. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So according to um, IMDb. Doing an exclusive tour, a power breakdown inside a secret prison known as the known as the Death House, and two agents fighting through a labyrinth of horrors while being pursued by a ruthless army of roaming inmates. As they fight to escape, the agents push push toward the lowest depths of the of, of the facility, where they learn a supernatural group of evil beings is their own chance of transfer survival. And do, 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 the movie stars King Holder, who is known for playing Jason Jason in four of the Friday movies. Yeah, the big Jason. The strong scary movie. Yeah. yeah. He he in in this movie he plays um the inmate Sieg, who is who actually leads the the variety inmates. And the movie also stars D. Wallace, who plays Doctor Doctor Fletcher and you may know her from Halloween and Cujo. And Critters. <laughs> as well as Cody Longo, I believe I pronounced that right, who plays Agent Novak. And you may know him from Nashville and Days of Our Lives. You know. Yeah, he was the only one that really didn't have a horror background. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of um, out left field, yeah. especially on... Um, Learning about the the concept, the idea of bringing a lot of icons together, especially when all these horror movies are normally dominated with guys. <laughs> I mean, think about just the concept of just uh, Jason, all the Friday Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Okay, if it's ten, it's probably three females or four females. You know what I'm saying? Or six guys and maybe three. You know, so mm-hmm. they could have. Yeah, they could have. <laughs> it was there. And lastly, it stars. Courtney Pong, who plays Agent Boone, and she, I try to find, I try to find some stuff on her, but she really hasn't did anything big or well known. So oh, she did Zombie Beavers. Never heard of that movie. That's on Netflix. It was a Netflix uh, horror movie. So yeah, she that was one of those uh, with the Shark and Tornado type movies. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Um. But I believe we are both on the same page with this movie. 
and there is so much I believe we're gonna talk about. Zombie Babies on. You never seen that on uh, Netflix? I I, I, I don't get into <laughs> movies like that. So you never see when you scroll down and do you even look at the horror side? No, not really. Okay, okay, that probably makes sense because it's always on the you know. It's it's like how you if you go in there and you see Sharknado or something. It's just one of those movies that you I mean, definitely gonna see. If I if I if I school across it, I, I mean I probably have. Yeah, you probably but, have. Yeah, um, but the navy, but the 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 name throws you off. Oh, beavers that are zombies. Oh, how, yeah, I will, how horrible is that? I, I would never watch something. I can like run from them. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly would never watch anything like that. Like, no, I mean, like, when I seen it, I thought this, I'm telling you exactly what I thought, like, really? How is that bad? I mean, dogs, okay. I, yeah. We see that in, uh, what's that, uh, Resident Evil, so, yeah, I get dogs, but beavers? Hmm, first of all, I know it's going to be a Woods movie. <laughs> How is the beaver going, is the beaver going to come at me like rabies or most, but I think I'm faster than a beaver. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, they also could do that whole new route. Especially looking at, uh, if you think about, yeah, back to uh, Basic Instinct, you know, the beaver. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> that would be interesting, though. <laughs> no, actually, we know, they actually do have a movie like that where a woman. I think so, yeah. yeah no, it's not a think so. There is a movie like that. <laughs> a movie yeah, yeah, like I, I, I don't know. I think, I think it was on YouTube and like, right. It's so. on Netflix. <clears throat> it's either on Netflix or Hulu. I don't know if it's on it now, but I remember seeing it because somebody was telling me about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, she does her thing. And like, is that thing PG or <laughs> Okay, I give it PG. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, she has a, her second mouth can uh, yeah. bite. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it is a movie out there like that. I didn't watch it. But, yeah. <laughs> We're back on to the topic. <laughs> But the movie that's not about beavers. <laughs> uh, in a nutshell, the plot of the movie follows two agents, Novak and Boone, who apparently both graduated from the class after both going undercover, where they pretty much kill several innocent people. They were taken on a virtual, a virtual tour of the prison, where they discovered that the prison studies inmates um, end up in the Murders behavior, you know, by using drugs, uh, simulations, where homeless people are sacrificed, you know, for the experiments. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mysterious boy that honestly does not come back into play. I did, sorry about that. Uh-huh. I did miss that point. I had to go back because I was sitting there like, I thought they were, they made him up. And so like, later on they said something. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh yeah, they uh, volunteered. I was like, what? And then I had to go back to what you said. And then I found out that it was homeless. I was like, wow, that's yeah. crazy. Because, like, um, I think the dude was playing, like, well, no one is going to miss him. The, but see, there's another problem about that. Remember, um, like you said, there's inmates in there, and they want to um, they want to study them, and they want to keep them in their natural yeah. environment. Yeah. So they're natural. So there's one guy. He does fantastic rituals with kids. So that's one of the reasons why I had to go back because I was sitting there like, wait a minute. <laughs> and in the beginning, they kind of described that he already he already killed like four hundred kids. So that's one of the things I'm thinking. Like, where do you find homeless kids at? Uh, but he but he he was the one of five evils. Oh, okay, that's right, that's yeah. right. They had, the five evils is different. Yeah. 
engagement gift to them a little later. The one, the one, the one to use the folks at home. <laughs> um, but yeah, a, a mysterious boy appears outside and attacks the guard. <laughs> like the boy doesn't come back. Like this is the only time when you see or hear anything about this little boy. But he injures the guard and plants a EMP device mm -hmm. into his, his guts. So we may see the doctors. In the prison, you know, uh, working on the guard, I guess trying to save him, but you probably think by now he's probably dead, you know. It was a pretty deep, uh, gash. Yeah. Especially the way it took them to figure out that there was a, a electronic device in the body, yeah. which kind of threw me off at the time frame, too. Yeah. But I'll get back into that. But yeah, it, it took him a while to figure out. Like, oh, snap. There's uh, a device in his... Um, in his I, and the device was pretty big. It was, probably, it was a circular device. It, okay, I'll make it... It's, it's, it's easy to describe this since everybody's seen Iron Man. <laughs> Imagine that, that circle thing that Iron Man has. Was, Iron Man? Yeah, Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man. So, like, the little device that he has in his chest is it's literally, like, the same size. And somebody put that in the stomach, and the doctors cannot find it. They need like a the, the equipment to figure it out. But he has a he his stomach is is open. Yeah. So once they pull out the device, the MP goes off and shuts down the whole prison. At the time, Agent Spoon and Novak and Doctor Fletcher are are trapped on the elevator. And all the enemies are freed, and they start riding and killing the guards and staff. Now, mind you, some of the guards are, are shot. I don't know how the enemies got guns. Oh, yeah. But how the enemies got guns. And started. I thought they probably got it just for the simple fact. Even though their whole system was kind of messed up, because when the power went out, it was already talking about the prisoners escaping. Well, unless the locks are connected to that. But anyway, I figured that they probably just jumped a couple guards, and that's how they got them. Possible, but but they had too many. Yeah, they had too many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that too many guns for you know just guards and you know survive. But like they went to the armory or something. Yeah. It's like whoa, whoa! It's any any place that has an armory should have like a decent enough people working. Yeah, you know. Yeah, your locks should not be you know automatic like like well, electronic. <laughs> well, it's just like I said, the way that they had the guns. The army had to be on the floor that was totally away from the, the prisoners. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And they were, so you gotta remember, like, I think was it on the fifth floor when they first started? Fifth and fourth floor. Yeah, they went, they shouldn't have had guns. Not that many. Not yeah. Many. Now, in the log line, in several, um, some movies that I have, I have found described agents fighting for their lives and being pursued by the inmates. Uh, I found that this is that was a uh, great overstatement because not once was they ever being chased no. by the inmates. It was actually spent most of the movie hiding. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and then that one time that they lose, oh, well, you probably get to it when they get to the bottom. Nobody was after them because at first I was like, "What are they shooting?" <laughs> yeah, so before that, uh, Novak. Somehow frees them from the elevator shaft, which they don't show. Somebody climbed up and opened it. 
I mean, unless I missed that part, I know there's a cutaway, like it shows um, some inmates fighting and it cuts back to them and all of a sudden he's on top and he, he, he reaches down like, and says, uh, well, come with me if you want to um, survive. Ha 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 ha, you know. <laughs> so they climb up. They come I think up. I'll mess up the group point of popular time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> phrases out there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he climbs up to the fourth floor where he runs into an inmate. He fights and ends up killing the inmate. And all three of them uh, manage, manages to climb up. I don't know how Dr. Fletcher climbs up the, up the shaft when Novak himself kind of struggled to climb right. up, but somehow this middle-aged woman climbed up the shaft with, with the other two agents. Now, I, I, I can get how Agent Boone may be able to do it, but you no, know, she looked fit enough. But there, there's no way Dr. Fletcher <laughs> would be able to climb up that rope you know, hey, doctors work out too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she is a screen. The actress is a screen uh, queen, so you know, it's like one of those. Uh, uh, what's that movie like where they was getting powers from like previous life? <laughs> so she was, she she reached in and got that power from one of her old movies. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying when she had to skate. <laughs> well, they end up uh, hiding in a room where. I want to say it was homeless people that was kept. Yeah. But it was, it was fleshless. Something happened. Yeah. They, they kind of explained something happened. They just let it go. That's another thing. They just let it go. Yeah. Whatever happened there, they just let it go. Yeah. Like, if you might seen the trailer, um, there's a shot of these um, people in the trailer. They, they have no flesh. And they just end the room, you know. And... Dr. Fletcher says, like, we fell off here with them. It's only about nine of them, I, I mm-hmm. believe she said. It's nine. Fletcher's being out there with them inmates. Kind of makes sense, you know. Because, like, it felt like they couldn't see them or they wasn't, they, they would attack them or something. I know in, in horror movies, they, they have to make dumb decisions. <laughs> well, actually, no, I think it does make sense. I mean, that, that's true. They, they have to make dumb decisions. Because this one, he said to stay by the door, which means that whatever's in there, you're safe here. She knows what's in there. Yeah. She, and then, then she say not to look. But he goes in there and he's Ooh. like, you, it's one of those situations you don't need to see the whole room. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's like in a zombie movie. They don't take the light and look at everything in the room. You know, like how Will Smith did his. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's seen one eaten, and he turned the light, and he looked for his way out. And the guy just sweeps the whole room with his big light, and she, and you can tell that they're in the dark on purpose. And I was just like, dude, what are you trying to do? And yeah. he just keeps the light. Now, I think the girl wants to go in there and investigate. Yeah. Like, wow. let them be. <laughs> it's kind of like if somebody told you go in a room, there's a killer outside, but in order to survive, you got to go in a room with rattlesnakes. The rattlesnakes are okay. They're across from you. They haven't noticed you. Just stay there and chill. <laughs> like, once you see that, you see the rattlesnakes, and you know rattlesnakes are right. Mm-hmm. But don't go in there and investigate. Everybody's trying to, I was like, oh, what are they doing? <laughs> Yeah, so eventually, uh, I, I believe, I guess, they get um, agitated, so they decided to leave the room. Yeah, because one of them 
started wanting to come towards them. Yeah. And then it was going to start everything. You know? yes. So they flee the room and they... And they didn't lock the door. Not, of course <laughs> not, you know. Which I thought would come back into play later, but, you know, this doesn't pop up never again. So they flee to another room where there's hanging bodies from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Inmates. Well, I couldn't tell what that was. The hanging. Okay, because they make the. I couldn't tell if the hanging bodies were the before experiments or after experiments. Because remember, they was testing when they went to test the nerve agents. Mm-hmm. They were using the the body. So and then they were saying it was stored. So I couldn't tell if they were like, did were they dead or were they killed to give like the like the inmates. So I was confused on the. Me too. Uh, what, what was, they were what they were doing. It was it was uh, unclear. Right. Mm. I get if they were dead and they just had what well, that's still stupid when you can just burn bodies. I'm sure they have a. I'm pretty sure they had some way of, of disposing bodies, but was flipping. I, I, I believe the bodies was dead. You know. Right. Because there was there was um, wrapped up in uh those wrapped up in hanging like me. Mm-hmm. So the inmates come in with two lab with two lab coats and they want to hang them up. As well, like like the um, other bodies. So in for them, in for Boom and Novak and Dr. Fletcher, in order for them to avoid detection, they are hiding behind the bodies there. How they got up there, I'm not sure, because like it wasn't like the bodies draped close enough to the floor where you could just you know yeah, it went climb like beef. Up. yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, hanging, High up in the ceiling, and it's like it's a very large room, right? Almost like a warehouse, so to say, you know. So it, it wasn't like your average um, house where the ceiling is, but so high, you know. Mm-hmm. Nah, I would probably say, because even with the drop, it took her, it took her, even in slow motion, like two seconds to drop. So I would say they would have probably been up about ten feet. Maybe about ten feet so, at the bottom of the foot, but remember they had to climb up to the top of the body. So yeah, so once again, somehow all three of them made it up to the bodies just in time for the inmates, you know, to enter the room and are holding on for their life. And Doctor Fletcher is about to fall, and nobody tries to reach out for her. I don't know how him reaching to grab her will keep her from falling. Yeah, because either way, the noise that they would have made. Yeah. Even if he did grab her, because he, he could fall too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he could have fell. Yeah, like 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 the hood. If, if she's falling, he can't catch her. Her momentum is gonna pull him pull him down too. I did, well, in, I was in looking at life. like she was gonna grab, to pull herself up, and then grab one to get better grip. Because what they could have did. Because the good thing is that the way it was hooked up, uh-huh. if they had climbed up higher, they could have just used their elbow. And they could have used the elbow. It would have hurt, <laughs> but at least you got your elbow on that pole because it was a pole there. Because I was wondering how you're holding on, and then that's another thing too. They they didn't they didn't like their legs. Yeah, you know they were just dangling. Yeah, they were just yeah they were just dangling. And you know even when people were doing the ropes, they got like a little thing like you know you mm-hmm. can step in with the rope, and that way you can you got your feet got grip, but. They were just standing. <laughs> they were just holding themselves up with their arms. <laughs> no, 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 no crossing the legs on the body. Nothing. Just they just bear hugging it. Like okay. So see, 
seized to trying to reach reach for Novak, and I believe he shoot he um he shoots her. Yeah, he did. So she falls. She I don't think it was a fatal shot though. That's the only thing. Nah, like so she falls, and you thinking inmates is gonna corner them, but instead he says, "Well, we don't have time to deal with them. Um, well, we gotta go," which kind of don't make no sense. I mean, since y'all were just going to take the time out to hang two, right. two lab coats, you know. So, obviously, you, y'all had the time, you know. I didn't think of that, too. <laughs> All of a sudden, he looked at his wife. Like, if somebody came in, like, yo, are we going to do this or not? <laughs> you know, for my freedom, yeah. I would have got that. Or if they was, like, if he was stopping them as the leader, like, hey, we don't have time for this. And yeah. then he happened to look up and see them. Yeah, they could have probably played that a little bit. Yeah. And it didn't need much. All they would have needed was him coming in last and he stopping them. Like, yo, we ain't got time for this. You know, that would have definitely could have worked. Yeah. And, but before this, um, Steve was all the inmates and he kind of established himself as the, as, as the leader as he takes out the, the boat. There's a rule in prison, you always take out the biggest guy to prove your dominance. So, after he is shot and gutted, he comes back to life for, for whatever reason, and he kills the, the, the biggest guy. He kill that guy, to be honest, but just coming back to life <laughs> was, 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 was enough. <laughs> Probably so. And he, he states that the only way they can get the freedom is to go down to the five evils. Mm-hmm. So all the inmates is people as they go down towards down to the ninth level to find the five evils. After Dr. Fletcher falls from a gunshot and the inmates decide to leave, Boone and Novak gets more information from Fletcher before she dies. I'll, from what I I really don't know, she, I guess, the fall and the, and the gunshot, you know, Killed her. <laughs> yeah, I think she was alive. I just think she was just one of those. Uh, she was probably shot in the gut where they knew they couldn't get medical attention and she was just going to die eventually. Like one of those, like just bleeding out type of deaths. That's how I looked at it. Because they couldn't do anything. If they had to grab it, they would have sold her down. And they, because remember, they was trying to get down there before the inmates. So she was just slowing them down anyway. So. Well, um, she just passes, passes away as, she's, as, as they walk away. She, she's still eye closed. Like, yeah, she, she got a face. She was she was mom's feet. <laughs> so Novak and Boone decides to get this idea that they had to go to the night four to activate the cell safe, which is let a gas out the prison. Which kinda of makes no sense. You think about it. You letting gas out the whole out the whole prison. And you also clean your staff too. Well, technically <clears throat> this is their this was their plan. As soon as something happened, the power goes out. All the staff are supposed to need to leave. So in the beginning, you see all the staff leaving. So technically, as long as the prisoners are still in their in the cages, everybody was supposed to leave as soon as they got the warning. And then the gas would just kept all the prisoners. But that system, like I said, is not accurate because <laughs> it's supposed to be at least a countdown or something or something. It's a couple steps. Not, oh, Power's out. Power is down. Okay. We're just going to gas the place. Which I kind of get that they were going to get, which kind of makes sense, but they're humans. They're not like, 
you know, if you had dinosaurs or biological warfare monsters or something, you know, but still, even those movies, they have a chance or they have a location that mm. the staff can go that's safe. <laughs> this thing was just like, okay, when this goes off, anybody that's here is just going to die. <laughs> I believe since, um, it was like an hour before yeah. it happened. That's still not enough time. Because then what about the people trying to get the power back on? Yeah. I mean, technically, it's their scenarios are set up for, oh, something goes wrong. Okay. Everybody dies. Everybody <laughs> dies, yeah. <laughs> We're going to blow it up. That's it. Everybody jump ship. Hi. Right. Uh, hope you have a good life, life insurance policies. <laughs> I don't even think Resident Evil in the first one had a policy. <laughs> they did not. No, nah, they was able to, yes, because when they had the contamination, they were able to escape until, no, that was different because it was in the air. See, we talking about humans, so, yeah, that was, that, that's, that's the, that's the, the plan that they had. Like, it was a, they had airborne <laughs> viruses. <laughs> that's what they had. Oh, okay, in an hour, we're just going to shut everything down. <laughs> so, after Boone and Novak decides to go down to the ninth level, which, before you find out exactly how the Thursday works, doesn't really make much sense. Like, why would you have the the Thursday on the ninth level where, where, where the five evils are located? Really, you want your Thursday in the area where your staff <laughs> will be at, you know. But it's down on the ninth level, and this scene I, is the most ridiculous scene in the movie. He decides the quickest way to get from point A to point B is to take the elevator shaft it's pretty much free fall all the way down to the night before. <laughs> so, using the, the, um, the rope from the, the, um, the, or the wires, the, cable, yeah. the cables, they slide down. One-handedly. 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 And shooting as they go down, as they pass each floor. And I'm saying, what are they shooting for? Because nobody else is that dumb to jump <laughs> in yeah. the elevator, and they weren't paying attention to them. Nah, <laughs> like they're shooting. I thought there was, I thought it was people down at the bottom, and they mm -hmm. wanted to shoot. But and I'm started looking up, and they was like, "Who are they shooting at?" Nobody. Actually, it, they just draw more attention to themselves. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, I'm like, what? You know, like I guess some guards get shot from standing in the hallways, but. Like, and that's another what? thing too. Why would people be at the elevator shaft if the elevator's broke and you just see the open door? You're gonna look for another way. Th these are humans, not animals. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're not gonna be looking. Oh, okay, I can't go this way. <laughs> and actually, why are the doors open to begin with? Like, I could probably understand if they wanted to see where the elevator was at, but in this case, the elevator shut down. So, yeah. I think most people kind of know that. I mean, there's a few knuckleheads, because I'm sure, like, if there was a fire in the building, plenty of people, even though they see that on elevators every single day, do not use the elevator in case of fire. I would say there's a small percentage of people, when they panic, they're going to go by habit and click the elevator. But since the power's out, right. the, door ain't the door's anchored open. And so that's nothing. They wouldn't waste their time to open up the doors. No. I mean, I, one... Who may open the door just to see if they can climb down? Not all but open. any single floor right, yeah. door is not going to be open. Right. It seemed like every door was open, and it was. Yeah. 
And then I was, I was sitting there like, why would they even be in front of the elevator door? Yeah. Because if you're looking to get out and you realize that, like I said, we're dealing with humans, <laughs> they notice that's not an exit unless they want to die. Yeah. Or unless they grab some guards and somebody want to be sadistic in, which I can see that too. Oh, hey, I got a guard. Hey, let's just throw him behind me. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> yeah. But like you said, it, was that on every floor? Mm-hmm. And then it just tells me whenever you slide down a rope or cable, things that fast, you're going to hit and burn your hand. Mm-hmm. Only, only to have was like a cloth over the hand. Like, oh, one. that would be gone on the first floor. Yeah. You know, so. They made it down, no problem, you know. Did you bandage up your hand? Is your hand bandaged? Like, what? <laughs> you need, like, a blanket. <laughs> Not, but then as fast as they was going, you're right, maybe two floors, but, now nah, it was going pretty fast. Yeah. Dowder t- took off the phone. They would have just jumped. <laughs> <laughs> they could have climbed down, to be honest. <laughs> they probably could. And also, they could probably have found stairs. I'm pretty sure the inmates were, were using stairs. Well, they 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 were, but they were gonna run. But the stairs, it was gonna run into people. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the elevator would have made sense if they had a better way of going down. Even if they used it to climb down, I I could have seen that. But to go, at least a ladder. At least a ladder. Now that's another thing too. There there have been movies where there's a ladder yeah. on the side. Yeah. You know, every movie I've seen, there's an elevator. I don't know if, if it's true, but there's a, uh, a ladder in the shaft. For this one, you know, this was the only one that didn't have a ladder. Yeah, because I've seen that Hulu movie that had a, that a, <laughs> we, we should have did one, but it was an elevator horror movie. And when, that's how she got out. She Once she got out to the top, she climbed up mm-hmm. and went through the door. That's how she got out. And then I think the other one I seen that I can remember was the Bruce Willis one. The last, uh... Death Wish? No, not Death Wish. Was uh, Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard. Remember we drove the car down there? He was able to climb up. I think there was a... You could see a ladder there. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the one. Ah, okay. Yeah. But like you said, you've seen movies where they have yeah. ladders. I don't normally pay attention to that unless they bring it up. Because like I said, the last movie... That's how she escaped from the dude by using the using the ladder when she got up because it was another right thing. But yeah, they could have did that. So Novak and Boone they reach the five evils where they learn that they are not even agents at all. Hold on, hold on. Before they go to okay, what was that thing that they walked through? <laughs> what thing? Like when they walked, it was like the hazy thing with electricity. And then, like, when, like, two bags for the inmates try to do it, they automatically die. Like, I didn't... Oh, it's C walked through? Huh? No, no, C. Yeah, but before C walked through... Oh, they also walked through it? Yeah, two guys walked through and they got electrocuted. Uh, it was probably, it was literally, I think, probably, like, right after. Because when he walked yeah. through, two guys was like, oh, okay, coast is clear. And they walked through and then all of a sudden, they, as soon as they got in there, they got electrocuted. Um, like, I couldn't understand what was that. Like, me didn't. Uh, explain. Because at first I thought it was a gas. Like, I get the electricity, and I we get into that about the graphics, but I just thought the gas was like, because at first I thought it was a dream. Like, you know, maybe they got in, inside this gas that made them hallucinate, and 
you know. My only guess is that maybe the evils didn't deem them worthy enough to approach. Okay. Yeah, that was another thing I didn't understand. Why were they in, in some type of lockdown like they were free roaming? <laughs> yeah, so Dovak and Boo enters the room and the five evils are standing there with a car's roll. Uh, apparently one of the inmates who believed himself to be the devil, I guess he beats everybody down there and I guess they killed him for whatever reason. Uh, I think that's the reason. I don't know. They, how did he get down there before? Devils. And he yeah. was the one that was opening up the doors. Yeah, don't, don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't know. <laughs> so, we learned that they are not really agents. They're actually inmates with the memory um, replaced. I guess it's another experiment. Uh, what kind of experiment? I guess. Well, they explained it in the beginning because that's how they do the homeless and stuff like that. They um, they say since they can, they they have they have the technology to uh, replace memories and change it, so they can go and read because that's how they did the reenactment of the agent mother. Mm-hmm. So they was able to pull memories, and then they just they just have the technology to erase memories, not erase them, but to take them out and read. Re-edit them and put yeah, them back in. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah, I remember because um, when they was explaining that Novak um, it marks like kind of like the Clockwork Orange. Right, right, yeah. For those who don't know what the Clockwork Orange is, it's a amazing Stanley Kubrick movie, which you know I would highly recommend. Um, I haven't watched it, but I've seen like clip notes on it. Uh, <laughs> like it's 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 it's, oh, it's a pretty good movie. Like he Fletcher actually, um, that was one movie he better study for the for his role as a Joker, whatnot. But um, yeah, yeah, I guess in a way, yeah, that that does make sense because he was remaking memories to they're, they're calling it human transforming, mm-hmm. like like it's it's a, it's a process to create. Uh, I want to say I guess a better world. Mm-hmm. They were. With no evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and the five evils were saying, well, without evil, you can't really have good. And evil is... You just be. Yeah. Yeah, you just, you just, you do, you just, you just exist. And that we're necessary. But I don't see how Novak and Boom being chosen, you know, kind of plays into anything. They were just, to my understanding, just have to be two random inmates. Well, I can understand. Okay. I do understand why they were chosen, but because how the story was written, I don't understand. Because first of all, technically they're not real agents. Yeah. So if they were real agents, then they would have made sense because the evils was going to escape. But they wanted people to chase them. And then that kind of goes to me, that goes back to back in the day and back earlier where the guy was telling them, he was like, yeah, do you know that, uh, you know, all criminals want to be caught? And you can see that in movie. I like, was that it? See, you know, all these criminal movies, mm-hmm. even the Silence of the Lambs, they kind of went back to that, like, they want to be caught. So, that made sense for them to let them go, but they were not real agents. Yeah. So, it, it, it made no sense, like, how, because it was pretty much one of them to come, come get them, but... Under what jurisdictions? Yeah, like, they're not agents. You know? Now, if they were, because at first, like, for instance, let's say, in their memory, remember the dude was killed, you know, like, they were, like, people who, oh, America was like, okay, well, you kill innocent people, 
you know, but mm-hmm. you were a cop background. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of like the Punisher. They weren't like the Punisher and like that. No. You know, it was just, they were inmates. They, <laughs> they were actually, it, it just, and then we don't even know what their crime was technically. No. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, unless they want to, unless it was going to be a personal vindictive, like, okay, we're going to have one of our own come after us. But the whole time, these guys are now confused because they were agents. They're thinking they agents. That's they. That's what's in their memory. Mm-hmm. And that pretty much how the movie ends with them leaving the prison, which kind of don't make sense. Why would the exit be down? Like, if the exit was where the five evils was, why couldn't the five evils walk out whenever, you know, like, it, they could just, they, they could easily just walk down and left, you know, and no one would, you know, know. But the thing that was confusing is the five evils are immortal, um, immortal. And they have supernatural powers, which kind of ruins the whole movie because you don't really get the supernatural vibe. You know, I mean, uh, uh, the see comes back from the come come back to life. You know, from having been shot and gutted, but it's not explained like how, why, you know, why is this? You know, and you know, see, he gets killed by the five evils, but. Because he will be some kind of pawn, which doesn't really make sense. Usually, it was the guy who follows, who follows. You know, he goes, "People like uh, I, I, I followed you, whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I want to be used. You know, I'm, I'm your servant. You think that this is the guy who will be better suited to be used for your cause, not to people who happen to have their memories wiped and be any place as agents." You know. I, I get using that explanation because they wanted to be chased. Yeah. A follower is not going to chase you. They're going to adore you. Oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, but he will do whatever he could have found agents to, you know, yeah. real agents, or not fake ones. He could have been assisted. He would have yeah. did whatever they told him. So yeah. since they were talking about they want to bring evil back in the world to do the balance. And he was trying to be like him. As long as he wasn't trying to overstep his boundaries, they would have sent him. They could have sent him on missions. To be honest, so. What are your thoughts on the plot? Mm, the plot had a lot of holes in it. Yes, they did. Very lot. I want to go into a big, but I don't know if it's gonna go over the hook. Go ahead. <laughs> the only the thing. Okay, I like the characters. Okay. I could say the characters. Not not the characters. Characters. Okay. Oh, the idea of the characters. I like the I no, no, no. I like using, you know, horror movie legends in a movie. Uh, okay. I, I like that concept that let's get these legends, let's get these people who have experience in multiple or big, you know, horror movie franchise. I got that. I don't think the prison was a good scene for it. Like something like maybe like Cabin in the Woods mm-hmm. could have definitely worked, you know, if they were in that type of environment, even if they used those guys in the inside. Like, you've seen Kevin Williams. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. they could have, these same amount of people, they could have easily used them be the the, the corporate people. It would have worked. Because <laughs> it wasn't like they needed really super good actors. You know what I'm saying? It was just a good movie, you know, to be simple and basic. So, I just think where they try to take it with the prison... It wasn't written right for the plot. And then I was upset because I got caught up into it when it said Dante's Inferno. 
I see no <laughs> reference of Dante's Inferno. Neither. And I didn't even realize it was Nine Floors because I didn't even see all the floors because I was assuming that they were, I wish I could say another movie similar to this, but pretty much I was expecting, well, I guess we could say Resident Evil or something like that, where mm-hmm. they had to go to different levels and they would meet in different dangers. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. Like, you. <laughs> that's what it called. See, I, I didn't see the trailer, so I just read it and I'm like, cool. Okay, I got it. Some bad guys. It's a good guy. They're in a, you know, inmates is going to be chasing them through all these different levels and they're trying to get out. I'm like, cool. And then Dante, and I was like, okay, I want to see how they spin the Dante effect. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't do nothing of that. Yeah, because it's referenced in the movie and, and being described in the movie as using the Dante Inferno, you know, reference. But there was nothing referenced to Dante Inferno except for it being a tower, a, a tower, a tower with nine levels, mm-hmm. which technically it will be seven cents anyways, not nine cents. But <laughs> I, I, I was thinking, like, it, this could be a much better movie if they had focused on Dante's Inferno. You know, like, as, as you're saying, like, each level will bought a new uh, crowd and sin mm-hmm. and, and made them, I guess, face, you know, that sin. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it could be, and it could use the sin and relate it back to the characters. Or the five evils, if they was going to get their help, one of those evil could have been the sin. You know what I'm saying? Well, it could have been seven of them. Yeah. Really, it, it would be more, more, more better sense. You know, it was seven. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they could have had that killer type person. Because we've seen this in seven. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. even with seven, you know, they actually seen each of the, you know, yeah. each of these sins. So, that's what I was looking for. I was like, oh, okay. That sounds kind of cool. But, yeah, yeah, me too. Like, I was waiting for each sin to pop up, but nothing, nothing, you know, Close. Yeah, they should just scrap that out. That whole yeah. Because I feel like this movie tried to be too smart, you know, too intelligent. Because, like, it was explaining how the whole Clockwork Orange uh, human transforming process, how the prison operates, the virtual oh, tours, you know, using Dante's Inferno as a reference. I feel like they tried to be too intelligent with, with it. And this came off being a little dumb. Yeah, they could have kept it a little more simple. Like, they could have had the virtual tour, and even then, it would have probably worked if they were caught in the virtual. But let's say they, the EMP, what it did was, it it let them, let their conscience stay inside the virtual mm-hmm. tour. <laughs> or, I don't know. They, you know, that, that, would, that would have made a much better plot, plot twist than them being, you know, inmates. Then they could have did the whole Slide. <laughs> the sliding down thing. We we could have given the benefit of the doubt of holding up four feet in the air. <laughs> yeah. It was like that was what made it much better plot twist, you know, oh they were, all this time they were still trapped, you know, in the virtual, you know, versus them being really being inmates and not being agents. Cause there's a scene where they're they're in the shower. Now, I don't know what type of establishment doesn't have <laughs> A female's and men's bathroom 
Well, we get we supposed to be getting to that pretty soon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I, if I'm, they got that in college, you know, the co-ed shower, but not a shower. Yeah, just to give y'all a visual, it's literally like two shower heads, so they both can literally take a shower at the same time with nothing dividing them. Yeah, like they're they're showering together for like for zero purpose. And I'm, I, it doesn't really make sense because I think this was done before the meet too. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it really doesn't really make sense because before this, when everybody is being being um, introduced, uh, Boone goes to Novak and, and tries to introduce himself, and he blows her off. You know, he acts as if she's not even there. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You yeah. know, so all man, he comes off as being a dick. Doctor Fletcher comes off being a dick to um to Boone. You know, but she only, you know, recognizes Novak, you know. Like, so all, so all of a sudden, everybody is looked at being, as come, come off being this dick. You know, for no reason at all. So now, Boone and Novak is, both have gotten comfortable enough to meet each other to take a shower together. Yeah, you know, true, yeah. And uh, gradually, you know, casually talking, you know, bringing up the fact that how they don't have memories of actually going to training or memories of what the tattoo means or whatnot. And that would have worked in the virtual. That kind of would have worked in the virtual sense. They could have played. They could have so many. You know, like, there's, there's many avenues they could have went with this. And the twist they, they went with, they, they, they went with, kind of remind me of Shirley Island, but a poor man, Shirley Island, you know. There's so much wrong with this movie. And they could have did a shadow. They could have used it the same type of effect as Shadow Island and still been original. Because it would have been to find, if the goal was to find the five evils, mm-hmm. to get something from them, it would make sense to have inmates and then confuse them. It just, <laughs> yeah, they could have did, did anything. What's the next question? Like, we done with this one. <laughs> <laughs> like, the writing in this movie was also bad. Like, the dialogue was, was cheesy. Of course, the plot in the story really did not make sense. Like, the first two acts of this movie was nothing but exposition. <laughs> it was just them going through the, the, um, the virtual tour and learning about the prison. You know, like, by the time the third act rolls around, the, the prison is shut down and, you know, chaos is happening. But before then, everything slow is just really nothing going on, but learning on the, learning the background of the prison, and you you're not even learning anything about the characters. Right. Like only thing you, you learn is they had to pretty much kill somebody in order to receive the honor to tour the prison. Right. You know. But besides that, oh, and uh. Boone's mother was killed by a serial killer who's housed in the prison and she gets sent to get her revenge. Which was one of the things that she agreed upon, I guess after completing her test, that you know, that she could kill the guy that killed her mother. But besides that, there's no character development. You don't know anything about the characters. Like there's too much exposition. I, I think how Death House, not Death House, but uh, Death Race, how Death Race described uh, mm-hmm. the prison, they could have used something like that, where it was like in the beginning and they kind of just showed everything to do. And I think like even Running Man kind of showed how their little concept was real. It was real quick in the beginning and they just ran all the dialogue so you can focus on the characters because you do get kind of lost. Yeah. And 
he'll you get lost in the explaining badly, very badly. Right. Because no. I couldn't tell that they were in a virtual world or were they out. Yeah. And I didn't see the point of doing a virtual tour when you can walk around because yeah. everybody else walk around. So what's and then what's the point of the tour? Yeah. I. Yeah. It like it didn't make no sense. The tour would have made sense before they got there. Then they could have. I, I don't know. It, yeah. Because if if you could give them a virtual tour, why why could you give them a virtual tour before they got there? You know, by that, but by this point, you can just walk them down the floors. Yeah. And say, oh, <laughs> oh, this floor you can't go on. It's forbidden. Right. <laughs> now, yeah, it do make sense. Like, who gives a tour there? Yeah. You always give a virtual tour for something because you can't be there. <laughs> yeah. Now, yes, if they want to do a virtual tour for the restricted, make it show them, but like I said, once they're there, they gave the impression that they would have had access to whatever they needed. Mm-hmm. If they needed it, Dr. Fletcher would have gave it to them. Or they would have been escorted by Dr. Fletcher. That's how I felt. Yeah. And, like, just, it's funny because nothing none of this would have happened. It was for the kid. And we don't know who, what, anything about this kid. Mm-hmm. You know, who sent him, why he's there, you know. Yeah. Like, you don't know nothing. Like, you didn't know, like, I get what he, I, I understand why, but like you said, what was the motivation? Was mm-hmm. he trying, who was he trying to get out? Yeah. Or he just wanted, or he just didn't like the fact of he was sent there just because they didn't like the fact that all, which makes sense. I mean, you know, you build a new prison in, in cities, people get upset. So I can get that something, but we had no motivation. Yeah. And it never comes up again. Because of never mentioned, never seen again. Like, the kid came in there, like, at the end, when they seen him, or, I don't know, it's... Wait, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in this movie, but, and nothing is really, well, if it, if, it's, if it is explained, it's poorly explained, you know, a lot of stuff in this movie does not make sense. Well, we both missed it, so... <laughs> <laughs> and to me, like, it wasn't even hard, you know, I felt like they threw in some, some Weak devs, because a lot of devs they had was off-screen devs, like, ah, the little screen, and all of a sudden, you know, it deluded you to them from dying. Um, or they died in a pretty bad, not bad as in gory bad, but pathetically bad ways, <laughs> you know. Like the guy, like, like you see when the two guys was walking down the hallway, all of a sudden they get zapped and they, they just fall, fall over, yeah. you know, and no one, like, Things twice, you know. It's, it's a lot of inmates just looking at them like, oh, they got you know zap, okay, you know, nothing, no, no, no reaction, nothing. Like, and this movie also has no identity, you know. Like, I'm, I'm not sure it was going for sci-fi, horror, action. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it, it was all over the place. Like, this movie was, uh, this was a mess of a movie. <laughs> So this one actually make House of the Dead look pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? No, but oh, no, but I have I have heard of it. Like uh, it was I know I know it's done by the guy who really doesn't care about making good movies. He he buy movie on games so um um film rights to popular games. Oh really? And, yeah. Wow. But he he does it as tax, tax credit. I forget, I forget the name. I forget his name, but he—that's crazy. Most of 
if you've seen any or most of movies that's based on video games, he's more he's more likely behind it. Hey, need to stop that because some video games can actually. I get, I understand the transition from video games because the plot is simple, but you can actually do something because there's so much fan fiction and so much books mm. written off of video games that are really good, and you can take. And then, like I said, there's nothing like the none of the video games is nothing different. I mean, what zombies, some you know, yeah. stuck on the island, stuck on the, you know. So, well, the next one, man, we we well, <laughs> is that a little too much? Uh, any yeah, any final thoughts? Oh, okay, yes, final thoughts. All right, for this movie to be in 2016, and I get it, I even get the film festival thing, and I get the budget, but it looks so. 1980s movie, yeah. like okay, the like even the lightning, the lightning looked like back in like the same type of like they took the graphics from from Back to the Future, at least even Back to the Future, like when a car, like if you see Back <laughs> to the Future and when the car leaves and the hot electric is like flying around, you know, in the fire, actually that quality was better. It was literally like they just took that type of that same type of lightning. And just some of the effects. Okay, I'll use a... Mortal Kombat movie. I wasn't going to use that as a reference, but... Like, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, like, it is dark like that, yeah. Like, um, not part one, but part two, how cheesy the graphics was in, in, in that relation. I don't remember part two. Is that the one they bring out Goro? No, nah, that was part one. Oh, okay. Part two is one when um, he goes to a dragon at the end. Oh, yeah, that was cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was, that was but uh, if you've seen a Running Man, I'll definitely use that as a as a reference of the graphics at that time. Like, when you've seen they trying to do the neon lights, and then when they trying to wear, you know, like movies back then when they were trying to do the futuristic stuff, even when, like, if you remember how they did the computer graphics when he was in the helicopter, you know, so advanced. That's how the virtual tour looked. Like, it took that same program that they was using in there. And it was just like, nowadays, like I said, 2016, you know, we we got 3D models now. This thing wasn't even 3D. It was still, like, two-dimensional. <laughs> um, Like, Tron. Like, this, the graphics you see in 85, Tron. Yeah. And, I, and I definitely want to say the running man, because that's what it looked like. When they had them uniforms on, the way the lights, the way it was filmed, it looked like I, they... They had the same technology back in the Running Man, but at least the Running Man story was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, you can look through the cheesiness, and that's another thing I didn't like was that you have these actors, and I'm not saying okay, like the Jason guy, okay, Kane. Well, we know he don't really have to hack. I mean, when you see Jason, you just have to be intimidated. They had the dude from the hills from the eyes. Now he actually do speak, even though you know because he's physically deformed, you know it, it works, but nothing. <laughs> yeah. And you got, like, even Fletcher, well, she didn't really have to act much, but I'm like, you have all these characters and they couldn't, they couldn't do nothing with the right, you know what I'm saying? They, they didn't really use them for this type of movie. Even, even, uh, what's his name? Is it Tony Todd? Tony Todd. For those that know, <laughs> if you've seen Candyman or if you've seen The Final Destination, it's the black dude. They didn't even, actually, that's another plot hole that we didn't, we see him in the movie, and it's kind of like I thought he was gonna be like one of those movies, like uh, what's that movie with the with the big monster that had the, the dumb ending? The Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, I thought it, 
because he kind of like had the same type of band. I'm thinking he's doing like a Jeeper Creepers, like he's kidnapping this woman on the side and he's going to take her. He ends up, what, putting his hand on her stomach and then she's not bleeding anymore. Then in the end, this woman, you can tell she's horrified. He's just like, welcome to the farm. So I can't tell if she's panicking. She's horrified. Like, did he, is he kidnapping her or did he just grab her up yeah. from escaping from somewhere? And that way I can understand, like, okay, welcome to the farm. I'm taking you back to where we got to go because she had a panic look. But then she also has a skin, this scary look. Now I get the guy. I think he's like 6'5". He's a 6'5 black dude. <laughs> but he's standing there with no weapon. Most people would attempt to run. And we've seen this even in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. How many times did those old 1970 movies, they grab, they're running. Like, she's not fighting at all. Like, <laughs> it's... <laughs> Oh yeah, me the graphics was just—it was just so old, you know. Yeah. And plus, that's plus those two scenes that he was in uh, it made no sense towards the overall plot because it's not really explained what's the form, what's he doing, how did he, how could he stick his hand into her body, and all of a sudden she's not bleeding no more, you know? That all that doesn't make sense. Now I did get a little piece because it had an opening to the to the jail. Mm-hmm. The air circulation. I would have got it if they played more to that, yeah. where like she escaped and he was just gonna heal her, or she, or unless she was one of the homeless. And see, that's another thing too. Like they could have played with that, where he was the person who grabbed the homeless people. So, but she looked in like a normal. Yeah. Like, she could have been a college girl. You know what I'm saying? Now if she was homeless and he had grabbed her up. You know, it would have worked. Or it, they could have just scrapped that and and instead of that 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 main doctor that they had. I can't remember who he was, but the main dude, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When they when they had all the, the homeless, he could have played that part. Then it would have made sense because he was still a doctor. Yeah. Instead of this random black guy. Yeah, this the scene well that too, but the scene didn't connect. No, didn't. And we could have seen him and then it would have been something different. It's not he's this creepy guy, but we don't even know why he's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. We don't know is he we don't know is he trying to like his movies, he's either the villain or he's something. We have no were you trying to kill the girl? Were you saving the girl? What was you gonna do with the first girl? They didn't win the same girl in the second time we see him. So what are you doing with this girl? <laughs> what was your intentions? You're good, you're bad. Yeah. Like this, this, there a lot wrong in this movie. <laughs> I know, me in old movies, especially in B old movies, the acting is not really that important, you know. But we have come a long ways, you know, in whole movies, regards to writing and acting. The Quiet Place, Get Out, um, Hereditary, you know, like I still gotta watch that. Like they, they all have pretty good story, good writing. And good acting, you know. Even in B movies, I you still have somewhat decent, you know, writing, you know, well, uh, storytelling. Cabin Fever was a B movie, wasn't it? I, I guess you could call that B movie. I want to, I want, well, I want to say it was close to a B movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was simple, yeah. you know. You know, like I just can't remember any B movies right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, I generally don't get in a lot of. I mean, the ones I know back in the day was like the Toxic Avenger stuff like that, you know. But even that, you expect it to be kind of cheesy and campy, but 
some stuff, it wasn't that many plot holes like this one. Like I said, at least they had certain, they had one or two scenes, mm-hmm. you know, but. Yeah, but like, but as far as the characters, I feel like the characters had no identity. Right. You know, they were just still, like, for instance, in the, with the, with the shower scene. Uh, I felt like that scene one was unnecessary. I feel like it was only used to show the show to show her naked, you know. I was gonna say did they show her naked. Mm-hmm. I thought they just showed her butt. I didn't. She showed her butt, her breast. Okay. Like, it was one shot, two. A, a wide shot from overhead where you can see her breast and maybe shot, you know. And I felt like that was unnecessary. Well, it was unnecessary know? too with the homeless when they just rip off the shirt. Yeah, <laughs> like they rip off two of the. Of, of and the, then it was just like, what were you trying to prove? Because yeah. the one girl was big, but the other girl was like normal, and it was like, okay, it'd have been cool if they had a. It was I, it, I don't. They could have you did that on a computer. <laughs> yeah, like I, I feel like it was just a way to show nudity. Uh, try to be edgy, but uh. Because the scene itself, it's sort of a purpose. It's to only to explain the fact that they, the memories is foggy and that there's something going awry. You know, I don't have a problem with the scene because I think they just did too much in the scene. Because like I said, if it was just a show where they got it, but then once again, because I get the tour part and they want to see everything and stuff like that, but it was something that. Like, for instance, the Satans, they put a lot of emphasis on the whole Satan story where we could have used that same time Mm -hmm. and we could have, they could have just, like, for instance, you know, these guys can be triggered. You don't put, (laughs) you don't put mass murderers in just handcuffs where they can get up. You have them, you have them. Um, Yeah, you have them bound. Like, when he got up and grabbed her, I, I was just like, that shouldn't never have happened. Yeah. I don't care how calm they are. They never, never are not, or what's the thing where they're bound to the chair? They weren't even bound to the yeah. the chair. They was just sitting there with their arms and I'm sitting there like, and then they just went to the story. And then my thing is that they never, only one of them actually helped us out in the story. You see what I'm saying? But they just went all into their history and I'm sitting there. Like, I think none of them really did anything to the story. Like, yes, you see the you see the other one come back into play, but he doesn't really no. do, he doesn't really do anything. But um, with the shower scene, I feel like it could have been because um, I was because <laughs> uh, the point was it could have been could use it better for the story, at least more of a character building. Mm-hmm. Let's say if Novak was over in the shower and Boom comes in, he's not expecting her. You know, he's you know he's he's like call God because before this uh, he was he was a joke to her. You know, he he completely in order. You know, if people made her a little more rash in the scene, and you know to show that you know that she is uh somebody to be reckoned with because like because it feels like when they first meet he plays her all because right. she's a female. You know, mm-hmm. now they could use the scene to establish the fact that you know. That she worked hard and she's on the same level as him. But, you know. And they could have fixed that whole tension. Like, yeah. why was the tension? Even though we know, because technically, there's nothing you should have an issue with because they both came from the same school and stuff like that. Yeah. 
So it would explain, he could have been like, oh, yeah, I didn't like you back in the day. And I've seen you or, you know, yeah. I, I get what you mean. Yeah. But I feel like it was, it, was, it was just a scene to get her neck in and to use exposition. Yeah, because cause, cause I did rewind that. For, not for that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> but just to hear what he was saying, because I was just like, where did they get that from? Because afterwards I had to go back and I'm like, because I, you know, I wanted to see if I meant something. It was like, oh yeah, they uh, realized that they, these was dreams. And I go back and I'm saying, that didn't really fit at that moment, you know, just for them to say that. Yeah. Like, because cause then now that you bring it up, I forgot all about the, when I went back to go to that part. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot that. He was acting like that. So he would never, hey, do you remember our graduation class? <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, going to our greatest scale from 1 to 15, how would you rate this movie? I don't know. I think I'm going to hold my fingers. I think we're going to say the same thing, but I'm going to be difficult. I'm going to say refund my money, but. I would say a dollar only because I like what they were trying to do. I like the whole horror version of Expendables, but the way they did it, it could have been done a little bit more better. I will have to go with refund. I knew it, but I just want to give them a little credit. (laughs) Yeah, um, I I, I go with refund. Like this. Well, you know what? I can still say refund and still say a good shout out to them for, for that. But, but coming up with that concept. <laughs> I think the idea was pretty cool, you know, movie, whole, whole movie icons. I, they could have been a different story, especially if they were going to focus on Dante's um, Inferno. I feel like that would have been a lot better story. Mm. The whole jail thing, I didn't think. Yeah. With those actors, I don't think the whole jail thing would have been, been, been good. Yeah. That's why I said something maybe like, you know, a horror type, you know, maybe they were all related mm-hmm. to get together or maybe like a stalker coming into like a business office or something, or even like that, they could have had that, like, they still could have did the jail thing, but the killer broke out and he's coming after them. That could have worked, could have kind of worked. Yeah. But the Dante thing, I guess, I don't know how, to speak for both of us, we were actually looking for it, yeah. that piece. Yeah. <laughs> And they didn't have it. Yeah. No, they definitely did not. <laughs> but if you like B movies, you 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 may you may love this movie. You know, but folks who may who like Sharknado and stuff like that, they may they may find this movie you know pretty good. But as far as old movies and movies in general goes, yeah, this this movie was awful all the way around. Kind of glad Robert England didn't get the script. <laughs> I want to put out some. So you all know the summer movie. So summer movie season. So definitely, uh, let's go ahead and uh, give us some suggestions for you know a good summer camp movie. Well, we want to do like, a, but you know, summer season movie type thing. If y'all got any ideas that's coming up, because like I say, it's the weather breaking. Um, just go ahead and give us yeah, some the block, ideas. The blockbusters is coming out. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You guys can still request like movie theaters. Just uh, um, you know, movies and movie theaters. Just give us a heads up. 
so we can scrap the money in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, if you are, ever have a movie topic, movie wants to reveal, don't, don't forget to let us know, send us a message, weigh in, comment, you know, let us know what you think of the movie. Go watch the movies and, to, and debate movie and, and debate it with us, you know. We would love to hear what y'all well hear and read what y'all have what y'all say and feel about um whether it's the topics and movies. But that will conclude today's episode and we will look forward to seeing y'all next time. And I'm James. And I'm Theo guys. We see you, we see you soon. James here. I just want to take a quick time out to let you know that you can support Film Nerds by becoming a monthly supporter. With that, it will allow us to keep growing and help us to create better and more content. And also, with the Anchor app, you can call in and Film Nerds become part of the, part of the podcast by weighing in on each discussion and debate. You can also leave us comments and messages um, with your suggestions on topics and different movies that you want to discuss. And as we continue to grow, we thank you for your love and support.